Hey guys, welcome back to another one of my podcasts. I'm so glad you're tuning in again today, and I truly hope you learned something valuable from my lesson today. Just to recap, my name is Montela, and I am a first-year public health major at the University of Iowa. Today, we're going to chit-chat a little bit about what life looks like after you graduate from high school. So, you're just getting out of eighth grade, you're 14, maybe 15, and you're about to enter an entirely new phase of your life. You make your first big decision about where you want to go to high school at, and boom, it's the first day of high school. You're nervous, but super excited. You're meeting new friends, joining new clubs, taking new classes. Everything is so fresh. Over the next four years, you experience so many new things that shape who you are. You have your first love and your first heartbreak. You fail your first test. You learn how to play the flute in band class. You lose your best friend. You find out that you're good at soccer. You love to volunteer, but you hate working at Walmart. Before you know it, you're a senior and you're already preparing for the next step of your life. College. Or is it? After high school, there's so many different options for you to choose from. You're a young adult now and the opportunities are endless. But how do you know which one is best for you? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, I would like to tell you guys a little bit about my journey after high school. I graduated eighth grade from a performing arts school in Chicago. After I graduated, I decided to go to what's called a selective enrollment high school on the opposite side of town. For those of you that don't know, a selective enrollment high school is where you have to take a test that is composed of math, reading, writing, and grammar. You send the high school your scores along with your application, and they decide if they want to admit you or not. It is very similar to the process you go through when applying for colleges. My decision to go to a high school on the other side of the city was because I wanted to be in a new environment that would challenge me. And honestly, that is exactly what I got. In high school, I accomplished a lot of different things. I took six AP classes and four dual credit classes. Also, since my high school was selective enrollment, All the classes they offered were honors courses. So every class that I took that wasn't AP or dual credit, it was an honors course. Throughout high school, I also experienced a lot. I was a part of several organizations where I led, including student ambassadors, National Honor Society, and a singing group called Acapella. I cheered for four years where I served as captain for two of them. I led my cheerleading team to two back-to-back city championship titles and to state finals twice. I danced at WNBA games and at Soldier Field. I volunteered at food pantries and raised thousands of dollars for breast cancer. I accomplished quite a lot in high school and I truly learned what I did and did not enjoy. I learned what my strong suits were and where I lacked. I learned the type of people I like to be around and the type of person that I am. When it came time for me to make my decision about the next step, I decided to take the traditional route and go straight to college. 
I applied to over 15 different schools and received acceptances and scholarship money to most of them, except the ones I truly wanted to go to. I was deferred and then denied from all of my top schools, so I decided that instead of settling for a college I didn't want to be at, I would take a gap year and volunteer abroad. I was in the process of finalizing my gap year program when the COVID-19 pandemic hit. My gap year program was canceled for safety reasons, so here I am attending the University of Iowa on a full-ride academic scholarship and talking to you guys. Do not let my story discourage you from doing what you truly want to do. In all honesty, the best way to prepare for life after high school is to expect the unexpected. Things happen all the time that are usually out of our control. We just have to roll with the punches and work with what we have. Something that is in your control, though, is what next step you decide to take after high school. Most high schools prepare their students to go straight to a four-year university post-graduation. They fail to educate them on the other options they could pursue, which is part of the reason why so many students who don't want to go to college end up going and dropping out soon after. It is perfectly okay if you think college is not for you or you just want to take a break from academics for a while. We are all human and we all have different needs. I'm here to educate you guys on the options that you have in order to fulfill those needs. Also, keep in mind that you don't have to choose one option and stick to it. It is okay to change your mind and switch routes or pick two or three different routes to go on. Your path is your path. Do not let anyone tell you what is and is not for you. If you want it, go get it. So before we get started in the lesson, I want you guys to spend six minutes creating a list of things you love to do and a list of things you hate to do. Feel free to pause this podcast, set a timer for yourself, and come back here when you're finished. I hope that got you guys brainstorming about some of the things you may love or be passionate about. Those ideas are going to be the ones that steer where you go in the future. There's a lot of different options for post-graduation plans, but we're going to talk about a few. First, the traditional route. This is the route that most students take after high school. When I say traditional, I mean a four-year university like the University of Michigan or Illinois State University, where you will complete a four-year degree or a bachelor's degree. They're the same thing. There are also four-year colleges such as Wheaton College or Lane College, which have the same goals educationally, but are usually just on a smaller campus. Pros of going to traditional college are Most students spend their four years at one university. You have access to more resources such as high-tech computer labs or tutors for specific subjects. You have the ability to double major or double minor if you choose. You have entertainment such as football and basketball games. You really get the entire college experience at a four-year university. 
Cons of the traditional route are that it can be quite expensive. Even if you are awarded one scholarship, it may not cover things like room and board, books, and additional fees, which are all costs that will have to come out of your pocket, or you can take out a student loan, which most students prefer not to do. Another con is that you have to go through an extensive and costly application process depending on the school. Most four-year colleges or universities require things like your high school transcript, FAFSA application, AP scores, etc., which can be time-consuming and expensive for students if you do not qualify for a fee waiver. Four-year universities may also recommend or require things like supplemental writing prompts or a CSS profile. The next route you can take is similar to the four-year university. It is community college. Community college is quite similar to four-year colleges slash universities in many ways. For one, they have similar resources such as tutoring, computer labs, and student services. The main difference is the length of time that you are there. Usually, community colleges are only two-year institutions, which means you will only acquire an associate's degree and not a bachelor's degree here. Some pros to community college are that it is a lot cheaper than attending a four-year college or university, class sizes are much smaller, and many offer career education classes such as pharmacy technician certification, ENT certification, etc. Some cons of community college is that you will have to transfer to a four-year university if you intend on completing your bachelor's degree. Some of your classes from community college may not transfer to a four-year university, so you will spend extra time redoing those classes. And community colleges usually don't have sporting games or a lot of organizations for students to get involved in. The next route is the military. You have several branches of the military. Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, Coast Guard, Space Force, Army National Guard, and Air National Guard. Either branch offers something different, but the military is uniform in most of their incentives. Some pros of the military are you can receive on-the-job training, tuition assistance, you can travel, you are paid from the first day you start boot camp, and you receive health insurance. Some cons are that you may be deployed to combat depending on your job and which branch you are in. You may move around quite frequently. Boot camp can be extremely challenging. And if you are not in decent physical health or have an arrest record, you may be disqualified from all branches of the military. Another con is that you may have to commit at least four years of service, but this number can range anywhere between two years and six years. The next route is a gap year slash semester program. As you may remember, this is the path that I wanted to take. A gap program can range in a variety of ways. You can travel abroad or stay in the United States. You can leave for a year or just a few months or weeks. 
You can volunteer slash do an internship or just travel and immerse yourself in culture. The options are endless with the GAP program and you can truly make it into whatever you want. Some pros of GAP programs are that you get complete freedom and control over what you do. It allows you to learn about different cultures. You can pick up a new language. You learn important skills about communication and diversity. Some cons of a GAP program are that you may be unmotivated to go back to school after the program is over. It can be quite expensive as well, but there are things like scholarships, financial aid, and fundraising opportunities that can decrease the amount of the GAP program. The next option is certification. Certification is where you usually take a class that includes some kind of experiential learning and then you get licensed or certified by your state that you reside in to work in that specific field. Some pros of certification, you don't need a degree. It can be inexpensive. Some certificates can be acquired in weeks. It allows you to go straight into the workplace and gain experience. But there are also some cons. Most certification programs are for healthcare fields. Now, while there are a lot of healthcare field certifications, you do have things like automotive certifications that are available for certain people. The next options that you have are quite different from the ones that I've introduced earlier. You have trade school, volunteering, get an internship, or just get a regular job. As far as trade school, this is where you learn to specialize in a certain field, usually something like carpentry. Volunteering, internships, or a regular job can give you the experience that you're looking for, or if you just want to see if you like the career, this is also a good path for you. Volunteering internships and regular jobs are quite easy to acquire if you do the work. So now that you know the options, I would like you to spend three minutes writing about some new piece of information you learned. How has it changed your perspective? For example, you learned that the military offers tuition assistance. How has that changed your view of the military? Are you more or less inclined to consider it as a possible route after high school? Feel free to pause this podcast, set a timer for three minutes, and come back when you're done. So I hope you guys truly did learn something new about all the different routes that you have to take that you can take after high school. Now, it is perfectly okay to feel unsure after graduation. I've completed a year of college already, and I'm still unsure about what I want to do next. 
Feeling unsure is completely normal. Fun fact, it is not required for you to know your major or career path the first day of college. You have plenty of time to test out different classes, jobs, and acquire skills to see what you like and don't like. But still, don't worry if you love everything that you do or if you only like one or two things. As I said in the beginning, you can always change your mind and try something new if you don't like the first route you take. Or if you're like me and you're very indecisive, you can choose two or three routes to take if you want. Now, for the last activity, I would like you to create a plan A and a plan B for your life after graduation. Plan A will be the first option that you are going to consider. So for me, my plan A was going straight to college. And then my plan B was to take a gap year. So essentially, you're just creating what is your first choice, what is your second choice, or your backup choice. Please include details like what route specifically are you going to take, how long you're going to pursue this route, what you hope to gain from it, and what you will do in the event that you don't like it. Spend 10 minutes doing this. Feel free to pause the podcast, set a timer for 10 minutes, and come back. I hope that activity gave you guys some insight on what you learned and what you think you might want to do after high school. Now remember, it is completely normal to feel unsure. Even once you commit to a college or decide to take a gap year or sign a military contract, you can always change your mind. Also, if you do decide that you want to go to college, but you also want to take gap year and you also want to go to the military, that is perfectly fine. You can choose more than one thing to do. You don't have to pick one route and stick to it for the rest of your life. Feel free to dibble and dabble as much as you like until you find something that you are truly passionate about. I hope you guys really took something from this lesson. I hope you learned some new information. And I hope to see you guys back for the next podcast. Thanks for listening.